The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast for a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist... You know, you called me impossible in a text message this week, and so I'm not going to acquiesce to your demands. We have a hostage situation right off the bat. This is a <laughs> podcast where we try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less, even though the relationship between me and Steve is as dysfunctional as humanly possible. How are you doing today, Steve? I'm doing fine. It's possible that you and I are overdue for a divorce, but we'll, we'll come to that bridge when we cross the river. I, I don't know what I'm saying. What, what Do we have a question, James? Please. Bail us out of this awkward... Exchange. If we if we get out of here with a divorce instead of a murder, I'll consider ourselves very lucky. That would that would be an amicable decoupling. But one thing I'm sure will be amicable is our handling of this question. It's a long one, so hopefully I can get through it before our ten minutes ends here. Just, Hi, <laughs> right. I am 44 and my mom is 75. She is not married and I'm the only child. Her roommate recently moved out and I have been trying to help her get her house organized and cleaned, it is pretty gross, and figure out what she needs with uh, medical appointments and things like that. But every time I come over there, I am more and more angry with what I see. She's allowed her house to get out of control. Piles and piles of clothes everywhere, stuff all over counters, food not put away. It's like she isn't even trying. She blows off doctor's appointment and then lies to me, uh, saying they never called her, but then I look at her phone and see 11 missed calls and several unheard voicemails. I feel like she doesn't even care what she is doing anymore and just gets up and watches TV all day. I've suggested that she look into volunteering since she can still drive, but she never takes any action. I have offered to hire help for her, but every time I do, she refuses to coordinate with the person for time schedule and they give up. Uh, I have uh, told her that my child, age 7, is not coming over there until this situation is under control, but that doesn't seem to be enough of a threat to get her to take any action. She just continues to complain and try to guilt trip me about not seeing her, but doesn't do anything to help herself. Further, her behavior over the last year has grown incredibly inconsiderate. She does not seem to have any awareness, uh, any self-awareness about how her actions affect other people. She is routinely late, even when told why a specific time is important. She changes plans without consulting uh, the other participants, and she just makes assumptions about other people being available to do things without asking. I think she has some depression that isn't being treated. She's seen some, uh, someone before, but not regularly, and I think they just prescribe meds without doing any counseling to get to the heart of the issue. Uh, we do have a new appointment, but it is several months out. Uh, my husband thinks she's just uh, doing this for attention because negative attention is still better than no attention. I feel like 75 is still relatively young and she could have 10 more years at least if she took care of her health both physically and mentally. She says she will try uh, and to just uh, tell her what I want, I'm sorry, she says she will try and to just tell her what I want her to do, but obviously I don't want to tell her what to do. She has to want to do it. I want to help her, and I want her to be a part of our lives, but I don't want to get sucked into the daily drama she creates. I don't know how to interact with her with appropriate boundaries that get her to start acting like an adult rather than a child who needs constant care and supervision. Thank you. P.S. We have had her checked out cognitively. She does not appear to have anything physically wrong with her that would explain this behavior like dementia. She may have some slight age-related memory loss, but that I can handle deal dealing with. All right, Steve, I heard some words in there that are like catnip for you, so go at it. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Boy, it's funny. Uh, I'm glad the uh, writer put the PS in there because 
uh, all the symptoms she describes come from dementia. So if she's already been checked out by a neuro or at least a neuropsych to get that tested, that's good to rule out. And 75 is kind of right in the middle of the bullseye for dementia beginning. I don't know how long ago they had her checked. It may still not be off the table completely that it could be an issue. Some of it's starting to creep in. But given that it's already been ruled out, my second D word is definitely depression. She mentioned her mother is not married and that her roommate of God knows how long is no longer there. So depression can absolutely be part of it. There, there comes a point in life where everybody around you starts dying or leaving and it's an isolating, lonely experience. And if your mother is feeling some of that, I don't know if her husband died or if she's been single for a million years. Uh, obviously, she was with a man at least for a little while to have you. So I, I don't know what her status is there, but it can be just that she's extremely lonely and feels isolated and wants to try to control the people around her. It's also interesting. I just wanted to pull one tidbit of what the part of the question that tells me how ambivalent the writer feels because this whole thing is about her telling her mother what to do and getting angry that mother's not doing it and summarizes with, I don't want to tell her what to do. I want this to be her idea. It's like, well, hold on a minute. You can't have it both ways. If you want mom to live her life, she's going to live her life in a way you don't agree with. If you don't want mom to live her life, you have to tell her what to do because that's not her inertia. She's kind of moving toward a, a the existence of someone who lives alone and is depressed. So all of that to say... There's got to be two prongs to this solution. One of them is to get your mother's depression treated. Uh, if she's not demented, I have no doubt there is a pretty significant depression here. And if uh, it could be both. Like, I'm not completely ruling out dementia because somebody at some point said she doesn't have it. I would at least keep that in the back of my mind. But depression for sure needs to be treated. The other part of this is I wouldn't make threats. I'm not bringing my... Uh, I don't know if she said seven-year-old is a son or a daughter over, or I'm not coming over, but you make choices for yourself as an adult, and if you don't want to be a part of mom's uh, harried life, then don't be. Or you do have to tell her what to do, because she needs guidance right now. She's spinning like a top and needs someone to kind of stop her spinning and point her in a direction. And because she's older and proud and comes from that generation, she's going to push back. You can't tell me what to do. I'm your mother. And if you can just kind of understand that's dynamically what's going to happen, it's not personal and it shouldn't create a lot of stress in your life, then uh, just go with it. Say, I understand, but this is what needs to be done. You need to live clean. You need to live organized. You need to eat properly, and you need to take your medication. Those are haftas, and because you're not going to do it, I'm going to step in and start doing it for you. Someone's got to be the adult here. But also treat the depression. And I don't know if a 75-year-old is going to have the patience to get to the root of the problem. Like, a lot of this has to be very pragmatically based, and I think medication is certainly going to be a part of that. So don't poo-poo that part. I, I agree the therapist shouldn't just prescribe medication, but that's really what psychiatrists do. The counselors and therapists are not the MDs, and so you may need two providers to have uh, her mental health taken care of. But those are my catnip responses. I wanted to leave you a little bit of space, James. What say you? Well, I 
probably am not qualified to give advice on this because I went through this exact same situation not that long ago and I did not solve it. Not that it was my place to solve it, but my short answer is sometimes people or old people are just ornery and there's nothing actually diagnosably wrong with them. They've just lived their own way for so long and if they give up now and start following everybody's orders, it's kind of like, you know, giving up and admitting you're about ready to die. It's the same reason some old people cling. That's exactly what it is. They they cling to their car keys. You know, they don't want to give up driving even though they're a threat to everybody including themselves. They don't want to leave their home, even though they would be so much better off in a nursing home. So my grandmother, um, she went, uh, cognitively, she was fine, but she kept losing her hearing. She was losing her vision. I mean, everything was going downhill. And when she was uh, 89 years old, she had a major heart problem. And the surgeon was all excited about doing surgery till he realized she was 89. He's like, there's no way. If we, if we cut her open, she'll never survive the recovery. Sure. She's got six months. And we're like, okay. So at that point, the only thing she wanted to do in her entire life was to live in this house she'd lived in for 30 years by herself. My grandfather passed away when I was five. So she'd been here by herself for forever. Um, uh, grandkids and everybody moved far away. So she's just there by herself. And all she wants to do is sit in her favorite chair and watch Judge Judy. And we could not do anything to get her out of that. I mean, we tried to send people to clean. We tried to uh, send a nurse to visit. We tried to do all of that stuff. Like, you know, God forbid we get her to move out to a nursing home. There was, there was a situation that popped up where she was in a nursing home for like a week. And she's like, well, that was pretty nice. Somebody was taking care of me. It's like, yeah, we can pay for that. We can do that all the time. She wasn't having it. She wanted to go back to her dirty home where she couldn't yep. even walk to her bed. She would just sleep in her chair. She lived on like Boost or Pediasha or something. She could kind of hobble to the bathroom. She could hobble back to the chair. And she made it four years in that chair when he gave her six months to live. And we always knew we didn't push the issue because the most important thing in a situation like that is the pride. It's the self-image. And we always thought if we force her out of her home, if we make her move to a nursing home, she's going to give up and she's going to die right away. She's not going to survive the move. Like spite is what's keeping her going. And that ended up being the case. She made it in that chair until like two or three days before she died. Like she went from that chair to the hospice and like in two days she was gone. Yeah. Like that was that yeah. was the situation. So you know what she won? <clears throat> she went out in her own terms. Now by comparison, and the, for the letter writer here, 75 is young and spry. I, I agree with that completely. And I don't, yeah. I don't know how long the history is in the family, but it doesn't sound like her health is necessarily physically all that bad. Uh, so I get, but I guess the moral of my story is I don't know that it's going to get better. I think you're going to, you got to think, I've heard people say that basically old people age backwards. It's like you're going through, you're dealing with a, a surly teenager at this point. Sure. And I don't think anybody solved teenagers and I don't think anybody solves senior citizens either. So I think the only way you're going to get through this is with patience, <laughs> uh, with understanding and just take your small wins when you can get them. You're not going to overall change her behavior. There's never going to be the point where you turn her into this model cooperative mom but maybe take the small victory say hey we got you to the doctor's office this week so that that's great we got you to take your pills this morning that's great maybe set up a time to call her and make sure she took her pills i've heard of some people doing like video conferences uh where you can watch her take her pills and that would kill two birds with one stone that would give her the attention she wants it would let you interact together and you can make sure she's taking the medicine she's supposed to so maybe maybe things like that but i'm just going to say go for small steps go for small victories and uh, and just remember, I think pretty much everybody goes through this. So you are definitely not alone. Uh, any closing thoughts, Steve? 
Yeah, the one thing that all of us have in common is we want to feel like we're in control of our own lives and the aging process starts stripping away at that. And that could be some of that orneriness in older people that they, they don't want to have someone control them. They want to know that they're not going to die tomorrow or that if they do, they're going to control their descent. So, uh, yeah, I, I like what you said this week, James. Thank you. This week, unlike last week, <laughs> cancel everything I said. It's all right. I made sure to cordon that one off, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you would like to have your question addressed by two very ornery people, send in that uh, to James Brakewell at explodingunicorn.com. That's exploding unicorn with the E. It doesn't actually have to be a marriage question. It can be, uh, uh, it can be, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, coworkers, parent, child, whatever you've got. Send it in. Uh, this has been another episode of Ten Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's ten minutes of your life you'll never get back. <laughs>